0: Como esta? C, uh, si? Señor, uh, you are uh, yo uh, tango bacon?
1: No. God, no. <laughs> no. Uh, tu uh, habla bacon? Your are racist piece of nays. Uh, and this is uh, see si, señor
0: bacon and nays. Oh, God. This might be the redo beginning of the show i'm not really sure yet i'm not either um i am not 100 percent sure that jimmy's mic was plugged in when we did the original intro so this might be the new intro <laughs> you'd have to call me out i get it that's yep. cool yeah man anytime cool. i mean we could have had sweet donut eating segment we could have had you know us introing the person we're about to interview that we already interviewed.
1: But I fucked up. But you fucked up, man. You never plugged in your mic. Why blame- would you- how long have we been doing this? I'm blaming you, actually. How long, for long this? have we been doing this? Way too fucking long. Bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that how it is? Okay. Yeah. This is an interview pants episode. Hooray! Yay. Any chance that I can to get you to golf clap, I'm going to do it just yeah. so you, you know.
0: I know. I fucking hate it. Um, we're going to interview a friend of mine that I know through the heavy metal music scene. He has a very interesting job. He's one one of two people I've ever met that have had this job. Excuse me. I have some gas coming up through my mouth hole. His name is Chris Humes. He, uh, he drives a truck. And it's a big old truck. He's
1: <laughs> one of those people. He pulls. He has no. He has no sleeves on his shirt. He wears a huge belt buckle. It's a sixteen wheeler. Sixteen, isn't it? Not. It's eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. What since when? <laughs> Forever. <laughs> wow. Maybe he lost two. Maybe <laughs> on the way. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure DOT would have a problem if he just happened to. Oh, that's something we learned about. On the interview that we're about to have, <laughs>
0: uh, no, this interview was actually pretty sweet. Um, I was very, I was intrigued by most of the stuff he talked about because I legit didn't hardly do any research. Uh, i I just kind of left it wide open and asked him about a couple of lists that I found
1: online, and he came up with some pretty interesting shit. So you took you took, you took the bacon approach on this one.
0: Oh, that's right. I I did as much research as possible, meaning close to none. Yeah, actually, uh, in preparation for this interview, I did text you, and then you say you have zero memory of that ever
1: happening. Even even after the I sent you a picture that, of the yeah, text, and I and I, you know, it's funny. I didn't even look at. I I saw when the when the when the when the. Uh, and the text came across my screen, I saw that it was an actual conversation Mm -hmm. of some sort, and I was like, yeah, he's trying to rub it in my face, so I didn't even look at it. (laughs) I was like, what a dick. I'm like, just so you know, this is what I texted. Just so you know,
0: this is the conversation that I sent over to you, or this is the... Maybe it
1: just goes to show that what you say holds little to no weight to me, so I don't fucking care. Right. Because most of the time it's like, oh, man... Did you did you know that Lars has a nine inch penis? Uh I'm gonna. F- I've best, never said best that. fucking drummer ever. Uh, okay, so we're gonna get to the interview part of this <laughs> podcast.
0: Uh, let's toss to an interview with Chris Humes. Here it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. So everything is good. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, do short intro for you here. Okay. Okay, we used our powers of cell phone devices, right, Jimmy? You did, I didn't. You just sat back and did nothing while I did all the work. It was it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the compliment. You're very welcome. On the phone now, we have... Okay, so, before I say your name or don't say your name, would you like me to use a pseudonym?
2: You can use my name.
0: Okay. This is my friend Chris Humes from St. Louis, Missouri. That's our, that's Yay, our, St. Louis! Yeah. <laughs> that's us climbing for you. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. I made a very, very quick preparation to have you on the show today.
2: I see, it seems kind of like you're flying by the cuff, but... Oh, I'm yeah, ready to roll with whatever happens. That's
0: absolutely how we run the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've um, listened to, to a few episodes, and it seems that way, but it seems to go along quite well.
0: Yeah, the only shows that we take notes for are shows that we don't do with each other.
1: <laughs> no, that's not, that's not true. If, if we're doing a discography run-through, you kind of need to have notes for that. Oh, that's right. If we do, like,
0: a Slayer discography thing, or, like anthrax or something like that, we'll we'll have it all laid out. But besides that, we just kind of try to talk about shit, but since this is a a different kind of interviewee episode, uh, I did prepare a couple little things here. Oh my. Um, I don't think I've mentioned yet that you are a trucker, right? I am, for six years experience of truck driving. And that is mostly like cross country, or is it mostly local, or what? How would you describe it?
2: I am an over the road truck driver, so I do. I've done cross country currently for the past three years. I I do regionally, but that does include going to uh, Texas and Minnesota, and I'm in Georgia now. Sometimes I go to Pennsylvania, but they try to keep me within uh, about four or five hundred miles of St. Louis. Yeah. But I've done coast to coast before. That's
0: insane. Yeah. (laughs) I, uh, the furthest, well, how I relate to this, the furthest I've ever driven is to, from St. Louis to Amarillo, Texas. Uh, I did that all in one shot and I probably shouldn't have. Uh, but it was, I want to say it was like twelve hours or something like that. Uh, so, like I said, I did prepare something and I did a quick Google search for, uh, trucking questions online. (laughs) And, of course, like, when you do a wide search like that in Google, like, the most... Random stuff will come up. Yeah, the most, like, often asked questions. So I tried to dig and, like, find at least something interesting for us to kind of go off of. and. The list that I found is the five terrifying things that only truckers know about the highway. Okay? Okay. So, I think what I want to do is have you guys go up against each other and just try to guess off the top of your head what these things could be. So, uh, because you are a guest, I'm going to give you, Chris, the first guess on the, on one of the top five things that are the most terrifying things that only truckers know about the highway.
2: Hmm. Most terrifying things about the highway. I've seen a lot of terrifying things, but to come up with the most terrifying, it seems like with all the questions that people ask me about truck drivers, people seem to know a thing or two about truck driving, but there is a sense of mystery, so they do ask a lot of questions.
0: Right.
2: I'll say, perhaps lot lizards are the most terrifying thing about the road.
0: Uh, that is a correct answer, it is number three. (laughs) Ooh! It's, uh, the, the thing that they wrote on their website as the headline is, yes, Prostitutes and drugs are everywhere. Oh, <laughs> well, they are, yes. So, give, give us a little more background on that
2: answer, real quick. Well, they also go by the name of pavement princesses, as far as prostitutes. Yeah. But, one thing that, uh, it seems like that's one of the things that people, friends and family that I talk to have the most interest in. It's one of the most alluring things about the road. And honestly, in the the years that I have been driving a truck, it seems like prostitutes are becoming extinct. I rarely, if ever, in the past uh, like three years, I've probably only seen one or two lot lizards. Huh. Uh, where in the past, there were more. But I don't know if it's because there are people, uh, there's police on the lookout for it or what. But also on the, on the subject of drugs, I don't roll with a CB radio anymore, but I used to. But a lot of times, if you sit at a truck stop and you just have the CB radio on, every once in a while there will be an advertisement, somebody advertising Drugs to buy, and turn to this particular station, and we'll tell you where to come to get the drugs. I've uh, I've never done either. I've never had any interaction with drugs or prostitutes on at truck stops on the road. Although um, the way that lot lizards operate is basically when you're sleeping, you'll hear a knock, knock, knock on the door, and you most of the times you gotta answer because sometimes it could be a shipper or receiver or police officer or something, but then you look out and there's some messed out, cracked out girl, looks skinny as bones knocking on your door saying, Hey, you need some company? <laughs> but I've never let anybody in my truck.
0: So you so you said this is you've seen a couple does that mean that they knocked on your truck door personally?
2: Yes, they do. Wow. I've even been sitting in my in the the driver's seat of the truck at a truck stop getting ready to go to sleep and I see the um, pimp pull up in a car and let the girl out and I've seen a girl walk and she'll knock on the door of every truck and come down the line and knock on the door of every truck until somebody lets her in.
0: And so when you saw this happen did a
2: person eventually let the girl in? Uh that particular instance I don't remember anybody letting her in but I've yeah. seen lot lizards come out of trucks before and I know what happens I'm on a uh a particular trucker social media app that tells um tells a lot about truck stops and there are there's a spot for reviews and it seems like 50% of the reviews are, where are the ladies at, <laughs> or is there beer at this truck stop, or are there any drugs? <laughs> wow. So it, It's amazing how many truckers are wrapped up into wanting to know about yeah, that information.
0: Right, yeah, they just want to have a good time, I guess. Like anybody else. But yeah, so, well,
2: it's, uh, it can be lonely out on the road. I I'm bet. fairly good at occupying myself, so I don't get lonely or bored.
0: So, at least not lonely enough to get with a crack whore. Not that lonely. Nope. Uh, okay, so you mentioned police presence. Uh, would you say, like, what percentage-wise of truck stops would you say there is a heavy police presence? At least, like, some kind of
2: patrol hanging out. Um... It's honestly pretty rare, but... Does happen a lot of times. I've seen on this app that I use. They talk about uh, the Department of Transportation. That's really what truckers are more worried about. The DOT, not just police, but it's a upper echelon of government-controlled police. The Department of Transportation, the DOT, and they all because those are the people that do inspections on trucks. They're the people that run the weigh station. They're the people that are truck big truck, 18-wheeler-specific police officers. And they apparently hang out at rest areas and toll plazas more than truck stops. But sometimes they can be, this has never happened to me, but I've heard, they can be at at a truck stop or a rest area and they can knock on your door in the middle of your night when you're sleeping and request to do an inspection on your truck, and they can do anything to look at your logs, or all the tires, or get under the truck and look for oil leaks, and frayed wires, and airlines, and all of that sort of stuff. But, I have never seen that happen with my own eyes at a truck stop. Uh, some truck stops have security guards that roam around. Just last night, I were, yeah, yesterday morning, I parked at a truck stop and was there for about five hours, and. A security guard came and knocked on my door, and come to find out I was parked in a reserved parking spot. I had no idea. Oh. But he made me move. <laughs> well,
0: that sucks.
2: <laughs> it did. It did suck. I was in the middle of sleeping, and he right. woke me up and made, made me move. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, but I can't argue with that. No, yeah, exactly. Like, you were, j- you were just ignorant of where you were supposed to be, and that's fine. Uh, right. So, we're gonna move over to Jimmy. He's had a little bit of time to think on it. Jimmy, what do you think is the next terrifying thing that only truckers know about riding the rails? I'm going
1: to say... I'm going to say... Numb (laughs) butt. I'm sorry, that is not... Damn! (laughs) Why
0: Why would that be so terrifying, though? Because you're you're driving all
1: all the time your butt goes numb. Okay, I guess I don't know what I mean. <laughs> Unless lose. it's gonna you lose control of your leg function because your butt went numb. Now you can't be chirping gears. Berk, berk, berk. Now yeah. you're fucking driving into guardrails and.
0: Can you confirm or deny a numb butt, <laughs> Chris?
2: A numb butt. Um. Well, I mean, in all honesty, there can be a. Uh, with plug flow See? while I'm driving a truck, because you're not moving around a lot. It's yeah. kind of like an office job, you're just sitting in one spot a lot. I don't really have any issues with a numb butt per se. I also <laughs> uh... am a truck driver trainer, and I've had about 20 different other dudes in the truck with me. Whoa! And recently, awesome party. I've had three different trainees, they have to buy one of those rings to sit on when they're in the seat. You know what I mean? Were they One of those padded head? padded rings, like a hemorrhoid ring or something like that. Because they, they I can't the handle the the sitting in the seat all the time. But that never has never bothered me.
0: Jimmy, uh, Jimmy asked you, uh, were they fat?
2: Hmm. You can call them out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who the, who the people were?
0: No, uh, were the people that you were training, were any of them extremely fat
2: people? Oh! Uh, it seems like every single one of them. Well, the most recent... I've had two trainees with this person, with this, this company. Out of... Eleven. That only two have weighed less than me. Now, I'm no skinny guy either, but I've had... I had one trainee that was 350 pounds.
1: Jesus. So he's on
2: my level. All
0: yeah. Right. So he is worried yeah. about his butt going numb. Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> butt, see?
2: Uh, ironically, he wasn't the one that was worried about his butt. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, <laughs> he was actually a kind of young, spry guy. Yeah.
0: So, okay, so moving on, I'm going to give you another opportunity. What is another dangerous thing, terrifying thing that only truckers know? Uh.
2: There's a couple things that I am kind of leery about saying, but, hmm.
0: Well, I don't think any of the stuff on here is necessarily illegal
2: stuff, so. Well, it's not, not illegal. Um, well, as of
0: 2018,
2: yeah. All all trucks... All commercial vehicles are governed by an electronic log. And that is somewhat terrifying because it treats people like a machine. Okay, so... You 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 operate by a computerized time that that tells you when you can work and when you can't work. I don't know if that's necessarily terrifying, though.
0: Well, one of these on here is that truckers are paid by the mile. So that kind of, that kind of goes along with what you're saying because uh, truckers want to go as long as possible so they get paid, but that's also dangerous because of the amount of time that you're even allowed to be out there, right? Exactly.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. Wheels ain't turning, they ain't earning. <laughs> okay.
0: Is that it? Chris? Can you confirm or deny that's a saying? That truckers get paid by the mile. Well, that if you ain't
1: if the wheels ain't turning, you ain't earning.
2: Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. That's, so, that's absolutely right. I feel the, I feel great when the wheels are turning because that <laughs> means I'm making money.
0: Yeah. So that was the number one thing they listed, though, because that can I mean that can get you into trouble, like you said. You know, they with...
2: That's why the government has made all the trucks go to electronic logs because they they want to limit the amount of time that truckers can drive. Now, it's not a perfect system. Uh, There are a lot of people arguing with it. There's protests and all sorts of goings on about it and they changed in the six years that I've um, driven a truck, they have changed the specific laws about the hours hours of service is what they call it. So they have, they limit I'm only allowed to drive 11 hours in a day. After driving 11 hours in a day, I am required to take a 10-hour break, and this is all run by a computerized time. There's no fudging it. There's no nine hours and 59 minutes of a break, or I can't even take, you know, if I sleep for six hours and I wake up and I'm ready to go, I can't go because the, the clock won't let me. I would have a, a hours of service failure and could lose my job.
0: Yeah, so then you have to wait longer, and by the time you get on the road, you've already been up for a while, so you'll get Yep, you tired. might be tired again.
1: Right, right. Or, yep. Or you got to kill time, so you get a prostitute, and you spend your money <laughs> exactly. that you're not making. <laughs> or smoke a lot of cigarettes.
0: <laughs> or that, which is equally as expensive as a prostitute.
2: Yeah. Yeah, You'll see um, trucks at Strux's truck stops. I saw it today when I just pulled into this place. Um... And I'm actually looking out my window right now. Right where the truckers park, you roll down the window and there's a pile of cigarette butts on the ground. <laughs> N- guaranteed. Truckers just sit at truck stops and smoke chain smoke cigarettes. I do not. I don't, don't do that anymore either. <laughs> you do
0: come outside at metal shows and hang out with me while I do, though. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I've I've smoked before, and I'm familiar with the social aspect that that creates. But there is no social aspect if you're just sitting in the the path, the driver's seat of your truck with the window rolled down, right? Throwing cigarette butts out the window. <laughs> That's not very social. That's self destructive. Exactly.
0: Okay, so. I'm going to give Jimmy one more chance, and then I'm just going to tell you guys what the
1: rest of them are. Okay. Uh, Alright. So, Jimmy, you've had a second to think about it. Yes. What's your next guess? Gas station sushi. Oh.
0: (laughs) Okay. Good joke answer. Uh Uh-huh. I'll accept it as as an answer, but... Food is what... But, no, food is not. Damn. Although, I... I Chris, Chris, you can confirm or deny this. Food choices out on the road, not the greatest.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I didn't know that's what he meant by that. But it's very difficult eating on the road. They just shove fast food in your face all the time.
0: Yeah, and at gas stations, it's not like the best options either,
2: you know. True. Well, most truck stops have a little more than your typical gas station. But still, it's not always the greatest. Even some of the restaurants at truck stops, um, I've started staying away from some of them because they, I honestly don't feel good after I mm-hmm. right. eat their food. And, you
0: know, once you get driving, you don't want to have to stop. You can't you can't deuce while you're driving.
2: That's right. That's another thing about the hours of service. You're allowed to drive 11 hours in a day, and you want to maximize that 11 hours because wheels aren't turning, you're not earning, that doesn't mean stop and eat a meal somewhere, that right. means drive and you have better eaten before you driven and when you're done driving then it's time to eat <laughs> basically
0: so, uh, thank you for clearing the food thing up, I've always kind of wondered about like how, how people even deal with living out on the road because food is just fucking terrible like anytime you're on a road trip and well, these are my experience with it Road trip or uh, going on the road to play a show. Both instances, nothing but terrible eating the entire time. So, yeah.
2: Well, luckily, my company uh, just about three months ago gave me a brand-new truck, and it has a built-in refrigerator. Hell yeah, so that's cool. So I can, uh, on the road, I can do some grocery shopping and keep stuff in my, in my refrigerator, so that helps out a lot. Yeah. That's something you don't have in it. Deal, normally,
0: so I'm gonna go down the rest of the uh, the five here. The uh, the first one I want to mention want to mention is uh, it's very easy to get a trucking license. Um, apparently, they call them like diploma mills now because they're just like handing them away, basically. Mm-hmm. You know. So can you absolutely? Tease
1: that? Yep. I can speak to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... we. My dock door is very tight. Yeah. And you have to know how to actually turn your truck in. Yeah. And every single driver that comes up complains about how they can't get in because they have the sleeper on yeah. their cab. Yeah. So it's cramped Tramped. trying to get in there. Well, it's just... It's a tight turn yeah. to get in. Um, one lady blindsided and hit our door and almost completely, like, took the backside of our building out. Shit. So, so, Chris, can
0: you speak to this at all?
2: Absolutely. There are trucking mills. Any any school that teaches you trucking, what they really do is they teach you in as efficient a matter as possible to get your They don't teach you how to drive a truck or how to be a truck driver. They teach you exactly how to get your license, how to go to the DOT and take your driving test and take the written test and pass. And then they say, okay, here you go. That's why uh, trucking companies have training programs. And with my company, it's about a four-week process where me and another dude sit inside and operate, sleep together, we are awake together for... Four weeks for me to teach them to be a a truck driver, whereas he might have are only he might have gone to truck driving school for two weeks, which is the way to teach him to be a truck driver. But they just teach you how to be how to get your commercial driver's license. Then it's my job to teach them how to be a truck driver, and so far I've been pretty successful.
0: Yeah, so so they're like your Padawan. <laughs>
2: Yes, exactly. For four weeks,
0: and then you're like, okay, now you know the ways of the road. Now you know not to number two until you're done driving for the day. Now you know to stay away from lot lizards and not smoke cigarettes in your truck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's like what I would do. uh, I would just teach them all the side stuff.
2: So no uh, ever the to other thing, what's that? There's no reason ever to run over a curb. You got to take a corner wide. If you see a lot of truckers run over curbs, and that's because they're lazy or not paying attention. There's a lot to think about. You're you're actually driving a loaded weapon. That's what a semi truck is. You could do a lot of damage with with it, and you are 100 percent responsible for that.
0: Yeah, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy just got done mentioning how they almost did, a lady almost destroyed something at his work. Mm-hmm. Somebody ran into an outbuilding at my work, just backed straight into it. You know, that, oh my. and that's and that I'm sure that's just because like they got their license really easily and then they're out there doing business, you know. And it, it's that's to me that was one of the more terrifying things on here.
2: That, people, <laughs> that that absolutely is terrifying. There are so many novice drivers out on the road and. People that have been driving for 30 and 40 years, I I interact with truck drivers on the road, and it's amazing how many people call me a newbie because I've only been doing it for six years. Yeah. Oh, you're still green under the gills. Yeah, hey, hey, hey. yeah. But I feel like I know a thing or two.
0: Well, you're still alive, so that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> yep. The uh, let's see. So I got two more. Uh, GPS is leading trackers down lots of roads that they don't belong on.
1: I can see that. Oh, that's
2: true. I hadn't thought of that as far as being scary, but uh, Yeah, I teach every single one of my trainees, and I have learned I have the experience to Know this you have to be smarter than the GPS.
0: Yeah, totally um, You cannot
2: just rely on that in fact I used to ride a motorcycle and I got in a motorcycle crash about two years ago and when the police officers came to the scene the person that hit me uh... said well the gps told me to turn here and because of that statement they got fault for the accident and got a ticket because there were i've i've gone through the intersection intersection several times there are five signs posted that say do not turn at that intersection yeah, but this person said the GPS told me to. And the same goes for truck drivers. If you turn down a road and there's a sign on the road that says a low bridge ahead and you can't get under it, but the GPS is telling you to, to go, what are you going to trust? The <laughs> GPS there's a sign on the bridge?
0: Right. And you know, if it's you're just going to end up being a meme if you mm-hmm. <laughs> smash your truck under a bridge. Like you got to be smarter than that, you know.
2: Absolutely. But there are drivers that aren't, don't pay attention and just, I see it all the time. Every trainee that gets in my truck just does exactly what the GPS stuff says and I have to interrupt them and I say, wait a second, think about this situation. Do you really want to do that? Plus, sometimes GPS's will route you in a uh, out of the route that is not as straight a line to get to where you're going as, as you can.
1: See, I was, I was wondering, I was about ready to ask you, how often do you go to a place where the GPS, literally, it says you've arrived
2: and you're nowhere near your actual destination? That's a good question. I'm going to say about 20% of the time. That is really common. So what I actually, i I found that you have to use multiple forms of media to... Make sure that you are going to arrive at the place that you're going to. Whenever, whenever I get dispatched to load, they also send me directions to go to the place, which are directions from other truck drivers that have been to that place. They, somebody's been there before, and they literally write out directions. You go to this stop sign, you turn right on this road, you go down a mile. It's on the left-hand side. You have to go in this entrance and talk to this. Person at this door, and pretty specific. Also, I use uh, another GPS device, so I use two GPS devices, and sometimes one will be able to find the place, and sometimes one will not. And then also, you have to use a little common sense. Sometimes places will have if they if they know they're not found on GPS, they'll put a sign out so you can visually see where to go and what to do, and Also, even one more step beyond that, GPSs, the address that my company gives me that tells me you go to this place, a lot of times, that is the mailing address for the place. And it's the front door where automobiles go. And that's not where big trucks go. It's not where the docks are. We have to go maybe to the other side of the building. And again, you have to be smarter than the GPS. You have to use your eyeballs and look to see what's going on out there in the world, and do the right thing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, get your head out of the computer's asshole. Yeah, fuck Skynet. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay, so last thing and most interesting on this list, I thought, everyone on the highway is boning. Uh, it says that truckers, of course, and you can see this just by looking at the truck, you know, they sit higher up, they can see what people are doing that they're hiding from other people on the road. So, Chris, give us any personal experience you have of seeing people boning on the road.
2: Uh, about 50% of the people driving down the road are looking at their cell phones. Yeah, so
0: porn. (laughs) So, so would you say a lot of these dudes are looking at porn and have their dick in their hand? I
2: don't know that I've been able to See exactly what they are looking at on their phone, but I've seen actual porn going on in in vehicles. I've seen dudes driving the car getting road head. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen, you know, there have been ladies that have driven by and flashed me. Oh. Um, I've seen a lot of drug use. In automobiles, but it's true. I can look down and see everything that's going on in every vehicle that I pass, if I choose to look and see what's going on.
1: I hate marijuana users. <laughs> so, uh, does it turn
0: you on to be able to look at everything everyone is doing? <laughs> Are you a cop? It's
2: it's interesting.
0: I definitely think that's one of the more interesting things about being a trucker, is, like, you have a different perspective than anyone else on the road. Um, yeah, I like
2: it. I miss it when I'm in my automobile.
0: Right. Right. Because <laughs> when you see a particularly attractive female, you want to know if she's playing with her pud.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I even, even though that's fun and exciting, and- voyeuristic. Uh, even just sitting up higher on the road is beneficial to see the lay of the land and right. assess how traffic is is flowing and there are a lot more advantages than just being able to stare at the ladies.
0: Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure the way the truck is designed, like that's all by design. That's all that that's meant to give you an advantage so that you don't come up too fast on traffic and that kind of stuff, right? You sit up right. higher. Uh, so that's the list. I feel like it's a pretty comprehensive list of insane shit. Uh, I will say that Chris beat you, Jimmy, um, terribly,
1: and I, uh, how do you feel about that? It was, uh, this, this was, uh, this was designed for me to lose from the very beginning. True. <laughs> uh, I feel like my answers were better than his. Uh, well, that's <laughs> false. So. The num, butt? Numbut is something
0: that I deal with on... <laughs> Truck stuff Sushi? You're think that's a good answer? <laughs> yes, I do! <laughs> Alright, um, so... I have another couple of things compiled here. This segment's called Dirt. "Don't be, uh, Don't Be an Idiot or You'll Die. So this is about regular drivers who are on the road with you and things that they shouldn't do when they're around trucks. That should be common sense, but they're not. not. Because oh, like
2: the people that don't know how to merge? Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, I'm gonna.
1: I'm number gonna, one
0: uh, on the list, Chris nailed it.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna merge <laughs> <dirty laughs> it. agree with that
0: one. So, um, what you're supposed to do when you fucking merge is zipper. You're supposed to go all the way to the end of the merge. Yeah. And it's gotten to a point, it's so ingrained in people now to not do that, to merge before you get to the end of the merging line, that. You get dirty looks from people when you go to the far end of the merging. Like, when you go all the way to the end, you look back and people
1: will be flipping you off and stuff. And it's like, I'm just doing what I'm supposed to be doing. There is literally, there's literally a brand new merge lane that goes about a quarter of a mile. I swear. In, like, right in front of my house. Yeah. And people pull up to the highway. And stop. Yeah, they
0: just wait. And dude, you have a a giant merging lane. Yes. Uh, so Chris, can you speak to that real quick?
2: About merging? Well, automobiles, or truck drivers call them four-wheelers. So, (laughs) all the four-wheelers out there have the power to get up to speed by the end of the merge lane. Right. When they get on the highway. You... Four-wheelers can be going the speed limit when they merge. Most of the trucks out there on the highway, probably about half of them, most of us are governed at 65 miles an hour, 62 miles an hour, or 70 miles an hour. So we're not, we can't go any faster. Most of us are going as fast as we can because we get paid by the mile, the wheels are turning, we get paid. We want to go as fast as we can, legally, safely. And um, so four-wheelers can very easily Accelerate enough to get in front of the trucks It's that's That's my opinion
0: Well, that is true and uh, In fury listen I sometimes About 50% of the time have a little bit of a rage problem with idiots on the road It's only because I'm using common sense and they are not uh, and, <laughs> and this and this fucking merging thing that has, will never, apparently, sort itself out is chief among my problems with other people on the road So, uh, next thing, though, is that people should either pass you in the truck or get behind you Uh, true or false, Chris?
2: That, that they will get in front of you or behind you?
0: Either pass or get behind you, not alongside of oh, you. Oh, not
2: drive alongside you. Well, yeah. that's dangerous.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, very true. Um, and also another thing that four-wheelers are able to do. Trucks, again, are just driving along at the maximum speed, exactly what they can drive at. Of course, unless we're going uphill or downhill. Um, but, you'll, one of my favorite uh, bumper stickers that I see on semi trucks is on the left-hand side. It says "passing side," and on the right-hand side it says "suicide," yeah. <laughs> because we have blind spot on the passenger side of the vehicle, and it's amazing how many people will just hang out there and drive alongside us. That I mean, give truckers space. We try to give everyone space, so reciprocate that feeling. Of, cor- of course also that goes along with all the experienced truckers and maybe the, the new truckers that are not as observant might not give anybody space. you never know.
0: again, this is common sense stuff. it's in the you know the handbook when you're getting your, your four-wheeler license. <laughs> Every, everyone should know this. If you don't figure this shit out, and get out of the way, instead of just troll along on the side, you're gonna die.
2: (laughs) You're gonna die. Just that simple.
0: It's, I mean, when it comes to truck versus car, or four-wheeler, as you say, you're gonna die. (laughs) So...
2: yep. Uh, okay, so... I've, I've seen, just last night, I saw somebody that didn't know how to merge, and ended up on the shoulder of the road. And that just kills me. I don't know, how can you not figure out how to get on the highway? Right.
0: Uh, An interesting one that I saw on here is uh, don't cut in front at a light. So uh, the explanation was this, it's like when you cut in front of a truck at a light, they have to stop earlier. They're sometimes not able to stop earlier. So one, they could push you out into the intersection by no fault of their own, uh, of course. It was your fault because you stopped in front of them. Uh, and, and if they're hauling something that, you know, like a liquid, let's say, the weight of the liquid will push forward when you have to stop early and the force of that liquid will push the truck forward and push thereby push your car into the intersection and again, you will yeah. die. So, um, do you speak to that at all? Do you have, does that happen pretty often? People just cut
2: right in front of you? Well, I've never driven a tanker truck with liquid in it, oh, but yeah. I am very aware that that happens, and I've seen it happen. It is one of the most crazy, crazy things. You can see a tanker truck come to a complete stop, and then, two seconds later, it'll get shoved forward again, just because of the liquid sloshing back and forth. Right. But in, in general, when I'm, you know, anytime, even if I'm empty, if my trailer's empty, or if I have a maximum amount of weight on the trailer, it takes a lot of effort to slow this thing down. There, uh, there are, we have things that four-wheelers don't have. There are brake assist features on semi-trucks. Mine, most of them are engine brakes, It's a a different button on the dashboard that I can turn on something that slows down the truck in addition to using the brakes. So sometimes I can use just that, or if I have to stop immediately, I better use both. And it does take a whole lot longer to stop a semi-truck than a four-wheeler.
0: Have you ever had an instance where it's an emergency break where you had to stop the entire thing, like, as fast as possible?
2: There was one pretty interesting time. Um, I was, I remember it vividly because it was really, really scary. Yeah. I was in morning rush hour traffic outside of Jacksonville, Florida, and I was driving down a little slower than the speed limit because it was busy and the traffic was thick and then all of a sudden there was a multi-car pile accident and I literally reached down and threw my air brakes and I locked up all 18 wheels and skidded down the highway and I came about an inch from hitting the guardrail on my left hand side I came about an inch from hitting the car in front of me. And behind me, they gave about a foot. Nobody hit me behind me. But as far as I could see in front of me, it was all rear end accidents. That was about the quickest that I ever stopped. Well, and that would freak one of the, the out one of the scariest things I ever experienced on the road.
0: Yeah, that would definitely freak me the
2: fuck out too, so I'm glad you're yeah. okay though. Mm-hmm. I'll say, um, snow and ice beats the pants off of being scary compared to that, though.
0: Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention trucking-wise uh, is that, uh, r- regular drivers in four-wheeler vehicles should stop at the lines on the pavement. When there is lines on the pavement. Like, right now, in in Jimmy and I's area on Highway 30, they're repaving, so there is, like, no lines anywhere. I hate driving at night when you can't tell. Yeah, where the stopping area is. But anyway, at a signal, there's always a fucking thick white line. That means that is where you fucking stop. Not a full car (laughs) length ahead of it. You know? Uh, And, you know, those are kind of designed for you guys, Chris, because when you turn, you need all that space. So Yeah.
2: Well, here's a general philosophy that I deal with a lot while uh, training other truck drivers. So my job to be a trainer is to teach everyone the rules. And I'm aware of the rules, and for the most part I follow the rules. That's why my company wanted me to be a trainer. But you look at everyone else out there driving, and It seems like people don't care. There's people breaking the rules and breaking the laws all over the place. And it's all just a matter of if you get caught. And sure, yeah, the lines are there. to stop. It's not just for trucks. It's for cars and emergency vehicles and everyone. Everyone. The line is there. That's where you're supposed to stop. Why would you not stop that line? It's because you don't care or you're not paying attention or you think you're better than everyone else or you're more important than anyone else. But yep, that's the rule. Stop at the line.
0: I can tell this is a this is an issue that you're passionate about. It would it would fucking irritate me too if it was my job and like all over the place, all day, every day, people are breaking the rules.
2: Yeah. Uh well, it is what it is. And yeah, truck right. driving truck driving's not for everybody. Um Yeah, generally that's the way I've been with every job I've ever worked at. I've always been uh, uh, gotten raises and been put in more important positions, and been put in a position where I have to govern people from breaking rules. And just because I am pretty good at figuring out the rules and abiding by them, and I that makes me kind of grumpy with people that drive around and break the rules all the time. But, that's what they do, and this is what I do.
0: Well, uh, I hope you have continued success at not (laughs) getting in accidents with idiots. Uh, like I said, most of this shit should just be common sense. Somehow, it has evaded a large amount of the population who are able to drive, um... I like to think I'm on the better side. <laughs> I, like, everybody has their moments when they're driving. They're like, oh, well, that was stupid. I probably shouldn't have did that. Yeah. But I didn't. I haven't died on the road yet, so
2: <laughs> let's,
0: let's, let's hope that continues. I, uh, but I commend you for being good at your job and uh, as a, a regular Joe on the road feel like there should be more people who take it as seriously as you do and not just kind
2: of do whatever they want. Right. Another thing I teach all my trainees about being a commercial truck driver is we are the professionals. We're supposed to lead by example. Right. Now, if, if every truck driver out there on the road was like that, the world would be a better place. But they're not. <laughs> so it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so...
0: That is the end of the trucking segment, which took up most of the show, but something happened to me this past weekend that needs to be discussed, and I feel like having an extra person on the show might help out. Okay. Um, This past weekend, not to pat myself on the back or, you know, mm-hmm. not asking for any kind of, like, extra attention on. or anything. It was my birthday, though.
1: Oh. My birthday. Yeah.
0: I was, I, I turned 33. Um, it was a Pantera-themed birthday. <laughs> Jesus. You're such a <laughs> fucking loser. <lizard. laughs> uh, Chris, we have, a, we have uh, a fun time poking fun at Pantera on this podcast once in a while. It's out of love. Yeah, we both love Pantera, but... But they're easy to make fun of. Yeah. So um, The whole three thing stuck in my head, though. So t- a couple of different things happened with the three thing. Um, I asked people to make memes... No one did. That's fine. I get it. People are busy just because it's my birthday. That doesn't mean other people have time to make funny shit of me for my birthday.
1: You didn't ask me to make a meme. I I didn't,
0: and I should have. I know. should have. Okay, so I cast some change in. This is the first part. Okay. I cast some change in at the bank. Can you guess what the amount was that it came back as?
2: Change. Uh, I mean, was it a lot of change, yeah. or a little bit of change?
0: It was a fair amount of change. Not giving mm. us any...
2: How uh, about $6.66? <laughs> $6.
1: Damn it, that's exactly what I was going to pick. <laughs> okay, so you
0: guys aren't that far off in your, in your combo guess here. I guess
1: you guys, like, came together in your well, minds. Just the me- the metalhead in me just automatically went straight to Cubs 666.
0: Somehow the... Right. Somehow the ether heard me when I said it was going to be a three-themed birthday, and the change came out to thirty-three dollars and thirty cents. Damn! Oh wow, that's a lot of change. It is a lot of change. I well, okay, that's a lot of nuts. <laughs> so what I do at my work is, I'll I'll pay for my coffee and then I'll throw a dollar in the thing, in in my saved change jar or whatever. Mm-hmm. So after a month or so or whatever, I end up with like around thirty bucks, you know what I mean? Wow. So, uh... I just thought it was fucking odd that that happened because it was my thirty-third birthday and I'm getting changed back, that's thirty-three, three, three, three.
1: Things kept happening to me like that, so... I find it odd that you're still using the shitty coffee vending machine at work and you're not just bringing a big-ass thermos of coffee for you to drink all night. Well, yeah, but then it's not fresh but by halfway through the night. But it's, it's better than fucking rust tasting shitty vending machine coffee. And I don't even like coffee.
0: Well, my taste has adapted to the shittiness of the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I bring gas station coffee with me to podcast. Yeah, so. I was going to say you should you should try some of the truck stop coffee out there. It's not good. No, it isn't. It's meant to be jet fuel, not <laughs>
1: That coffee. Okay, so... Sometimes,
0: sometimes in, it's not even that.
1: Yeah. We throw in extra instant coffee so that you can really get that shoulder. Yeah, so
0: the first thing was sort of an addendum to the actual thing I wanted to bring up. Okay. Birthday breakfast was the only opportunity for me to get together with my family. Fucking breakfast sounds good right now. Well, we had donuts, so I don't know Yeah, but... Okay, so, we go to IHOP. Uh... Already... It's, it's kind of the Hoosh version of uh, a nice breakfast, right? It's not really like top-of-the-line breakfast, right?
1: Well, do you put IHOP? IHOP is pretty good. I would say, I, I would put IHOP above even Denny's.
0: Okay, so, it,
1: yeah, it kind of goes... Waffle
0: House. What well, do you put Waffle House at the bottom? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't.
1: Waffle House is my favorite, but as far as those go... Wait, ago,
0: okay, well, I, here's what I would do. I would go Denny's bottom, Waffle House second, wait, no, I hop second, Waffle House first. And then above all of those is like your hometown sort of diners. Where do you put Cracker Barrel at? Ooh, I listen, I seldom go
1: to Cracker Barrel. Yeah. So So this is okay. This Wa- is not what the discussion is no, supposed to but be. Waffle though. House is <laughs> Waffle House is my favorite, so I'm gonna put that at the top. But if you put it in the list of like where most people think of going to get breakfast and sitting down and have a nice breakfast breakfast experience, yeah, Waffle House is gonna be at the bottom because they just think, oh, none of the shitty truckers go there. See what I did there? Next thing you know, are th- are there any Waffle Houses in St. Louis? Oh god, yeah, damn. yeah,
0: there's a few at least,
1: yeah, and they're right off highways for the truckers. Right, they're in major intersections. Yeah, um, but Waffle House, <laughs> okay. Then I would go Denny's, IHOP, at the top. OK.
0: Chris, where do you fall on this argument, which is not what we're supposed to be talking about, by the way? <laughs> OK. Where, well, where, where? do you? What, how do you rank them, the ones that we've been imagining?
2: As far as you're talking about chain breakfast places? Yes, yeah. Oh,
1: I forgot. Cracker Barrel is always at the bottom because I fucking hate Cracker
2: Barrel. Okay. I'd probably put Waffle House at the top of the list. I'm good with that. I, uh, think I do, do like it. I like IHOP better than Denny's. Um, Huddle House is one. Did, did, are there Huddle Houses in St. Louis? Not that I'm aware of. There
1: used to be
0: one in Eureka, and I don't think. I don't yeah, know if they're like around. I, I
2: like Huddle Huddle House better than Denny's also. Oh, what
1: about like Bob Evans?
2: I
0: didn't even think about Bob Evans. That's, oh. that's how much I care about Bob Evans. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to what I wanted to talk about, God damn it! Okay. Watch your fucking language. My mom got there late. Everybody else was there.
1: Oh, leave it to fucking moms.
0: Right. But my mom walks in about 15 minutes late. I can see her come in at the door. The host, who is a young gentleman, he's mm-hmm. probably around 20, I would say. Got a bummer. You're not far off. (laughs) The young gentleman who was the host, who's supposed to seat everyone, stops my mom. She can see us, by the way. Yeah. Stops my mom, says, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am. We, I don't think we're supposed to let models in here. Oh, Jesus Christ. The host of the restaurant that we are eating at for my birthday... Hit on my mom in front of me. What are you guys' feelings on this? Was he... Is this something that he should be allowed to do? Is it something... I
1: can't answer to this, you know that. Why not? Because every time I would ever say anything about how beautiful your mom is, <laughs> it's the only time you would ever get pissed off and then try and fight me. I'm
0: allowing... Well, I was drunk, so that's why I wouldn't fight you. But... Um, I'm allowing you to air your thoughts, which you kind of already have.
1: I just don't understand how he knew that she was a fucking master of baked goods, because that's why your mom's so damn hot. He didn't know that. Um, Them cookies. Them motherfucking cookies! I got a box of her cookies at my
0: house right now. (laughs) (laughs) Birthday gift. Um, Okay, so, uh, Jimmy first, what are your thoughts on this dude hitting on my mom? Should there be repercussions?
1: There should not be. Your mom should have taken him into the bathroom and gave him a blow. What? What? What?
2: I, what? I feel sh- that
1: you maybe should be flattered.
0: You, so I should be flattered yes. that this guy
1: uh-huh.
0: hit on me, on my hit, hit on my mom <laughs> on my birthday yeah. in front of my entire family? Yes. Did he know that it was your birthday? No. He Okay, so that's fair.
1: You didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy likes that answer, by the I way. Did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, either me. that or you should
2: have gone up and punched him in the face. I, well, I don't know if I want to, like...
1: Have you seen this little twiggy body that this guy's got? It would have done, no, you would have broke his fucking hand.
0: Well, Jimmy's talking about me, by yeah. the way. Um... I certainly don't have a little twiggy body. (laughs) That's not a thing.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: (laughs) This kid definitely had a little twiggy body. He's like 20 years old. Um, He's probably buffer than you. No, skin and bones. So, yeah, buffer than you. Okay.
1: Uh, Chris, do you have
0: any further thoughts on whether this kid should face any kind of punishment for hitting on my mom in front
2: of me? I'm not sure that he was doing it out of malice. He was probably trying to... Seem friendly.
0: I don't think that he was hitting on my mom to, like, spite me, uh, although I may have taken it, (laughs) may have taken a little more offense at it than I should have because he doesn't know that it's my mom, first of all. He did know once she actually was allowed to enter the restaurant and sit down with us and we all say, hello, mother, that kind of thing, you know. I give her a hug, of course, because she's my mom's. I still say no shame in the dude's game. Well, okay. But, if he's supposed to be expected to be a professional in, uh, in said environment, maybe he should not hit on people as they enter the
1: restaurant? Good for him.
0: Do you think the manager would say good for him?
1: Yeah. I don't. Yeah, because the more people, <laughs> I totally disagree with The that. more that people hide their perversions inside, the more that they start acting out on the internet and become serial killers. Well, okay. okay,
0: so this went way... Down. Oh yeah, society's changing.
1: Boom! Sure. See? <laughs> Two <laughs> against one, sir.
0: I'm going to stand the ground <laughs> in this situation. I think you guys are trying
1: to be Well, funny. unfortunately, it wouldn't be a serial killer. Now everything's a spree killer. The days of serial killers are gone.
0: Do you think this guy plays Madden 19? <laughs> oh. We're getting topical.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm mad that I lost to a nine-year-old.
0: Pew, pew, pew! Well, it was more than pew, pew, it was... Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. It was, um, are dead. Yeah. Um, Chris, any further thoughts on this kid?
2: Uh, anything at all? Well, I've also, have I have a lot of experience working in restaurants. So I have a little uh, close-up and personal feelings about this. And honestly, I am stumped. I don't know if... I, I really feel like this kid was just trying to be friendly. I don't think he was seriously trying to get in the pants of your mom. I don't think he was trying to cause any problems with your family or friends. I think he was just trying to give a friendly... Greeting, and maybe make some lady blush.
0: He certainly
2: accomplished
0: that, if that was his true intent. But um, I, by giving that answer, because at, because you qualified it by saying you're not, you're stumped, you're not really sure how you should feel about the answer you're about to give. I feel like you're 50-50 on it, which means. In this argument, between Jimmy and I and you, we are at a total stalemate.
1: <laughs> this is what you- this is a true Mexican stand <laughs> Oh shit, it really
0: is. It is. Um, I will say this though, and I'm- I guess this is going to tip the scales towards your guys' side, mm-hmm. is that it won't stop me from going back to the restaurant, so therefore I must not care that much, therefore, whatever kid, hit on my mom.
1: <laughs> what did you get? What did I get? What'd you get? For my birthday meal? Yeah. Sirloin tips with extra
0: breakfasty stuff. You didn't get Trace Leche's pancakes. I didn't get Trace Leche's pancakes, which is three milks. Yes. (laughs) I'm getting so good at Spanish by being on this podcast with you.
1: (sighs) I told you. To get them the next time you go there. Okay. Well, I'll get them next time. No, after, you won't. after the next time. No, you won't. You'll get fucking Rudy too fresh and fruity. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so since you have listened to a couple episodes, you might know and might have anticipated that this is coming, Chris. But we have reached the end, and that means we have to uh, name our ham and eggies of the week. Which, uh, if you don't know what that is, our ham and eggies are general. Uh, pieces of shit, or people that we dislike, or things that we dislike, that we name, we nominate every week, Mm um, (laughs) sorry, Jimmy just made me really uncomfortable off mic, I'm not even going to tell you what he just did, uh, so, we're going to give ours, and then we'll let you give yours, so you have a couple seconds to think about somebody or something that you want to nominate as your piece of shit of the week. Uh, I'm gonna nominate, let's see, we're looking at the stuff we talked about today. I'm gonna say the people that don't fucking use the merge lane as they should. Okay. Um, they are the scum of the earth.
1: With yours, now this is not my ham and eggy, but I will say, uh, as an add-on, People that don't know how to merge properly, or they pace with a truck driver while the truck driver is trying to merge over, not allowing them to actually get over. So it's in the same vein. So it's people that just don't know the fucking rules of the road apparently. (laughs) People that uh,
0: kind of just troll along on the side of trucks. Yeah. In their own world, yeah. not in the real world where they could be a dust door. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's there's about 15 blinkers on the side of the truck that says that it's trying to get over, and you're just trolling along, fucking, you know, Facebooking and Snapchatting and just playing with your fucking cooter. And you had to work in cooter,
0: didn't you? Yeah. It is. <laughs> uh, Chris, who is yeah. your ham and of the week?
2: Oh my, um, the whole time I was just thinking about good people on the road, (laughs) I am just going to come out and say that this week I don't have very good feelings about Anheuser-Busch because that's what I'm waiting on right now. I was sent to pick up a load there last night and it's not ready so they sent me to this truck stop where I'm waiting until for about another hour or two to find out if my load is going to be ready. But I really would have liked it to be ready last night, so the wheels could have been rolling and I could have been making money, and now it's pushing my whole week back 12 hours. So, Anheuser-Busch, you suck.
0: Yeah, fuck them. Boom. <laughs> I have found myself steadily moving away from giving them business as it is, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and, uh... Well, apparently they're pretty busy. Yeah, well, apparently they're too busy to, uh, have their shit ready for you. Right. Um, so, fuck them and their stupid fucking assholes. Okay, so you ready for my ham <laughs> and now? You, well, um, okay, so Jimmy apparently has a second ham and eggy. No,
1: I said that this was not mine, I'm oh. just adding
0: on to yours. alright. Well, so, what is your true ham and eggy? Preview trailers for the
1: next episode of a TV show.
0: Oh, yeah. I, uh, agree with this. Most of the time, they ruin the surprises of whatever the next episode is gonna be.
1: Yes. I can't stand it. I hate that it, that... You turn on the television show, and they're showing you a preview of the show that you're getting ready to watch. Right. It fucking drives me absolutely insane.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: why don't you just
0: not show me that and let, allow me to watch the episode as I'm getting ready to? Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to know what's coming up next week. I right. want to fucking enjoy it when it comes on. Right. I wholeheartedly agree
0: with that him and Aggie. Uh, And that brings us to the end of our interview with you Chris. Thank you for being on the show Uh,
2: We're gonna
0: golf platform for you real quick even though I hate golf You're welcome. It was a pleasure. You are uh, if you would like to return on the show In an unspecified amount of time you are more than welcome to come back on the show Um, if you have any further terrifying experiences that you'd like to share with us, or interesting, weird um, truck stop stories, or anything like that, you are more than welcome to come back.
2: Alright. We will uh, cross that bridge when we get to it. That's right. Because there are terrifying and interesting truck stop stories out there, and road stories. Exactly.
0: So, okay, until then, Or next time we see you at a show, uh, I will see you down the road. That's right. All right, man. Have a good one. All right. Be well. Later. Bye. Well, that was our interview podcast with Chris Humes. Hope you all enjoyed it. I know I did. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. I, I I think you're underselling it. I think it was fucking legendary.
1: Mostly because you fucking, you screwed me out of another fucking, of another win. You're always, you're always trying to screw me over. So I'm trying to
0: set up games to where you have a legit chance of winning and then you always think that I'm trying to screw you over. You
1: are trying to screw me over. No, man.
0: I thought you might win that game. Yeah, right. Even though in my notes I titled it Trucker versus... Dumbass. Has no truck. <laughs> I used to have a truck. It was lame, too. Dude, it was like, like an S10 or something. Dude, it
1: was way more badass than any fucking vehicle you've ever had. Have you heard of a Bronco, too? Yeah, <laughs> they're fucking bullshit. You fucking... Ha-
0: yeah, Bronco, a bull.
1: Shit. It's a piece of bullshit. No, when people see it, they go, shit. That thing's a fucking dumbass. I don't but- know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you... We're
1: out
2: of gas. Okay. Not, to
1: mention, not to mention, did any of yours have about 50 Static X stickers on it at one time? No, mine did, so suck it. I think that's an argument against you. No. Unless you're Nate Smith, then you fucking love that vehicle. Yeah, he's the one that did it.
0: Oh. Well, let's uh, close out this episode by saying goodbye, everyone. Green Bean. Mahalo No I took it from you I said green bean That's the end of the episode Aloha Green bean Aloha Green bean Edit (laughs) Whatever you were gonna say That's the edit point So don't even bother saying Any fucking thing else Green bean